Say what? Say what? Say what? The Welcome to the Hell With It Podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. Royal, I have a question for you. Okay, hopefully I'll have an answer. Okay, the rally is taking place mm-hmm. with, with Al Sharpton. Right, in Washington and five, and five yeah. other seats. Yeah, well, Why, rather. Are there only two Democratic representatives with Al Sharpton, and that's Sheila Jackson Lee and Al Green. So I would think that every Democrat, I don't care what color, would mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. But representatives, black and brown, definitely you would think they would be there. Absolutely. But I, I, I do have, you know, since you brought that up, I think in the case of Georgia, you know, by them having the rally today, I do believe that nine times out of ten, Warnock and Ossoff are here. Yeah, but I, I'm saying for the but, states but the other representatives, yeah, states yeah. that don't have a rally, why exactly? Exactly, there are no representation. You know, I don't. Know. Well, remember, they're on recess. They're in a comfort zone on their recess, which they are supposed to return, I think, week after next. Actually, end of next week because it it falls on the, it would be after the Labor Day holiday weekend, whatever. What I found that so astounding to me was how they were able to Initially, they were supposed to have been on recess, but yet they were at the Capitol in the House and voted on infrastructure and the passage of the John Lewis Voting Rights Bill. But yet, after that, they disappeared again. And you're right. This was a time that they should have been staying in Washington, at least the, the, the black and brown representatives, to support Reverend Sharpton. Since, you know, this is a, a an important time in history, and of course they could have made their presence known and been a representative. The Democrats and Nyquil and 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 then Vice President Harris and the DNC Harris, Harrison just sitting back and not doing mm-hmm. anything. They're just taking it. It's yeah. like no urgency. Right, right. <laughs> That's what irritates me. And yeah. for me to see them all teary-eyed talking about how they work together on infrastructure, it was so beautiful. I'm like, are you serious? It, it, it tells you right there where their priorities are because they're looking. We get this. I guarantee you they've discussed. We get this. We have the votes we need. Mm-hmm. We 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 don't need their votes, but they don't, they don't realize they do. You're going to need the black and more, brown. More, more, than, more than not, that's for sure. 
And what yeah. is so crazy, the Republican Party is so racist, they won't even reach out to black voters. They're too yeah. racist right now. Yeah, well, they've always been they, racist. Yeah, they have. They have always been. But I'm saying, as you know, before they would still pretend and reach out to some black voters. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. even doing that now. No. But they have reached out to Hispanic voters. It's like they. It's it's a second thought. Yeah. They make just like they've earlier today. It was uh, said that they were calling on Biden and reaching out to Biden, most of the Democrats, majority, and saying they were demanding a meeting with him about the cap he have on immigrants coming over to the U.S. See, they, mm-hmm. it's like voting is, is it's like voting is a second thought. Actually, and a third what, thought. <laughs> what they have to, <laughs> to realize that if you take care of voting, everything else will fall into place. And a lot of these yeah. problems are because the voting restrictions, so you don't have certain people in certain states for representation. Mm-hmm. Well, the sad part of it all, you know, and, and we've spoken about it on previous podcasts, about how, you know, the longer that they they drug their feet and played around and played around, played around and talked about passing HR uh, one, HR four, which would have, had they been proactive, would have put uh, uh, not necessarily a halt, but would have slowed down these voter suppression laws that were enacted so quickly. Mm-hmm. And Georgia being the primary state that kicked it off, and it seemed like you know, it's like Georgia lit the fuse, and the fuse spread across the country in record numbers quickly. And you know, I I, I just I just don't get it. You know, I, I wonder what their whole purpose of going to getting everyone to vote for them based on the promises that they made that they were going to ensure that never again under their watch would there be any any, any lies spread or uh, feats of voter suppression to take place and yet they allowed it to take place without even giving it a second thought. Well, most of these politicians are saying what people want to hear so they can get their vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't have have no intentions to follow through with their promises. It's obvious. So, and, and it goes again to most of the time we're put in a situation we're voting for the lesser of two evils. I mean, we always like be you know put in a situation where I just have to vote for this person because we definitely don't want this person in or to get back in. You mm-hmm. know, this situation with Nyquil, 
We voted yep. for NyQuil so 45 wouldn't get back in there. Right. right. So, you know, you're left. If you don't vote and vote for this person, you know, it could be a lot worse if you let this person get in. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you have to hold these people accountable. And just don't like, well, you know, they they reneged on their promise, whatever. No, you need to hit them in the face with it. Well, and, and here's the interesting thing is that, you know, as well, we know that come November 2022, that could very well happen. That, the, you know, that they will they will allow themselves to be replaced. The Democrats will give up the majority ship of both the House and the Senate, primarily because they have been dragging their feet on, on these voter suppression laws and the bill that could have been passed and signed into law. And as you say, NyQuil, you know, he, he's not concerned about it, obviously mm-hmm. because he's got four years. So, and- you know... From my observation, he could care less. Hey, he'll be out of office. His, you know, his objective will have been fulfilled, which was to attain the presidency. So he's done it. And now it, it, it seems like he's passing the buck along to, to others to hold up their end, to do, you know, fend for yourselves. Seems to be the attitude. I, I I just think, like with Nyquil, I I really think he's detached, man. Uh, one thing yeah. that's telling: if you ask him, if anyone, if you hear, if you what you say, if you see when people ask him about voting, he changed the subject. He don't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And like the situation with going on with Afghanistan. He, it's like he don't have a clue. Yeah, people. Commander in chief is supposed to know everything before it's even when 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 strategies are put together by DOD. The president is one of the first, if not the first, individual who has access to that information about any type any type of military operation, be it combative or whatever. And like you said, he he's he's gone to sleep. He Nyquil it, it's like it's like he don't know how to follow through some of the decisions he want to make. And with his cabinet, he's micromanaging them. Yes. And yes. I I really believe he'll tell them, "Okay, I'm going to put you in charge of this and this. You can't implement anything until I look over it or discuss it with you." But you're gonna to have to wait till I get to you. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be like, I'm working on this. I can't work on anything else. Everything else is falling by the wayside while he's been working on infrastructure. He can't work on more than one thing. Yeah. He's just like an old, stubborn, uh, my Jack, way Jack or the highway. You know, is Nyquil? He's and, and it hasn't even been a whole year yet. Yeah. 
Well, you know, with respect to Afghanistan, I wonder if he really has any concern for the American citizens that are over there. I mean, how do you evacuate over 100,000 Afghans and you leave behind your, your, your own citizens? But I, you know, I do realize that, you know, they they were concerned about their their safety. But wouldn't you have evacuated your American individuals that are assigned to the embassy there over there first and foremost before you would even consider removing, uh, uh, might as well say, foreigners? But then on top of that to announce what you were going to do was one of the biggest cluster you-know-what I could ever think of. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I think he was, he is concerned about American citizens. I just think he didn't have a game plan. I, well, I just this, really believe he thought... Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, he... he he didn't have well. He didn't have a plan when they said we're just gonna pull him out. Right. He didn't. Have, he didn't realize when you going in any situation. I don't care. You in corporate. You in military. You in sports. You you have a backup. If this doesn't work, we need to go here. If that don't right. work, we go here. He right. just plan like, A, plan B, plan C. He don't have that. He just say do it. Yeah. Get him out of there. Pull him out. Yeah. And that's and that's what it seems like. And he's, and we saw this when he was uh, campaigning. He's trying mm-hmm. to be friends with everyone, and he's can't relying on the Taliban. He can't trust them, yeah. but he's like, "Well, we trust them to do this and that." You can't trust them. Yeah, and you know, and, and which beckons the question to me: How and why would you trust your enemy with any type of of information about? Your people, because he he's trying to he's trying to befriend everyone. That crap is not going to work. Uh, no, it, 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 no. It, it's not going to work. No. And what is so I crazy? Mean, he he's trusting on the Taliban to do security while they're trying to get people out of there. And the crazy yeah. thing is, they found out the person the Taliban put on put over security is wanted by the U.S. for terrorism. <laughs> So my so which which leads to my next question was anybody vetted in any way shape form or fashion and like you know that's why he's Nyquil man he's he's yeah. he's asleep he's asleep at the wheel man and he well, he's asleep while everything's going on and whatever it's like he don't have a clue yeah. And, and and from what I understand, he and um, uh, Sec Dev were having some issues over uh, over the operation in the first place. Which you know, knowing General Austin, he's the kind of person that is going to think before he does. That's how he was able to attain the rank of general. You know. You can't be a lightweight and not know how to make critical decisions. 
and with especially the military operations. And this was a military operation. And how how and why would you allow your enemy to overtake and overpower the base of of uh of extraction in the first place? That makes no sense. Taliban controlling the perimeter and the gates inside and outside. Well, that's because they're allowing them to handle security. They're letting them handle that, So, which is stupid. The uh, U.S. should be handling the perimeter. And the Taliban should be so many feet away from that perimeter. And for one thing, it should have been set up before they even got this far. It should have been airstrikes. And then there should be air patrols on a constant basis while they're pulling people out. This is just... And watch what's then, going to happen. They're going to blame Austin for this. Watch. Republicans are oh yeah, going to find absolutely. a way to blame Austin. Absolutely. Because, you know, he, he should not have been appointed Secretary of Defense because he hadn't, spent, he hadn't been out of the service enough time in order to where there would not be a conflict of interest. There is no freaking conflict of interest. It's called experience. Yeah. They're going to, yeah, they're going to try to blame him. And, and you know. And the Republicans are already drawing up articles of impeachment for Biden. This, yep. this is just already. a mess, man. It's a mess. But, and you know, again, like that article that came out about mm-hmm. President Obama said he knew that Biden was going to F up things. His shit. Yeah. Sure, sure as the day is long. Yeah, right on point. you know, when Biden was running, it was, you know, rep- Open mic, you know, was a, or I should say a hot mic where mm-hmm. Obama was saying that Biden has a way of effing up things. So, <laughs> you know, it's true. NyQuil Ooh. is messing up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he, he was so overzealous about being president, you know, to I guess to sort of rub it in, in the Republicans' face that, see, you know, we um, um, we're able to come back, and even though you all wanted your boy in 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 the White House again, no, we were able to defeat him. Okay, well, I mean, I hate to give the Tangerine Boy any props, but you know, a lot of things he did wrong, but he also did a lot of things right. Sad to say, and I think had had he been in office. I don't even want to think about the fact that he probably would have pulled off a successful operation, but he might have. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, saying, honestly, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the only difference I think would have happened with 45 being in office, 45 mm-hmm. would have did some bombing and, and would have attacked the Taliban. Yeah, that, beforehand. That's yeah. the only No, I, I think he would have pulled them out. And when he saw right. them making um, advancements, he advancements. would attack them. Then he would attack. Yeah, that's them what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's the only difference. I I think 45 would have did it the same way, and the only difference he would have attacked the Taliban. But I think he would. Have, but I think he would have pulled the trigger first and foremost to make sure that everybody could get out, those that needed to get out. 
don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just speculating. Uh, I, I think. And the next question we need to think about is who's in line in 2024? Because right now, NyQuil is hurting 2022, and he's hurting 2024. People yeah. who are running in 2022 on the Democratic side, NyQuil is hurting them right now. Mm-hmm. And then in 2024, if he decides to not run, who's going to – Harris, nobody's going to vote for her. She no. screwed herself up. No. She well, I should no. say she's screwing herself up. Who's gonna Who's gonna run? Yeah. There's no real Democratic on the uh, Democrat side. A person of that you can say needs to run for president. There's no one there. No, sad to that say. someone will actually vote for. And the <sighs> Democrats have painted themselves in this corner. And and Jamie Harrison is is certainly sleeping at the wheel for him to be the head of the DNC. He should be the one that should be producing ads, producing uh, uh, whatever it takes to bring to the forefront of people's mind who is going to be the candidate to run against uh, the Republican candidate. Whoever that might be, and even on even on from a senatorial standpoint, you know, like here in Georgia, like the situation with where you just said Warnock, Herschel Walker is running, and his wife, you know, is illegally voted in Georgia. Herschel yeah. stated when he was campaigning with forty five, whoever illegally votes should be arrested. Harrison should be having ads now putting that in people's face in Georgia, saying Herschel Walker voted illegally. His wife voted illegally. Well, and and not only that, and it was reported this week that there was a second person who came forward about a a complaint of of, of, of violent abuse against them. But they're sleeping on it. Yeah, I know. We don't know yeah. who, who the candidates are. We, you know, at least give the people an opportunity to do to, to do some check and to see whether or not this person would be a good candidate. But, yeah, it, it's it's they the Democratic Party need to be dismantled, just like the you know everybody saying the Republican Party it's staying with the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting to see because you know when they get off break and they come come back, the first thing you're going to hear, we're going to put a panel to, together to investigate what happened in Afghanistan. So that's what's going to be the focus. You know that's going to be the focus. Yep. And we still have the January 6th commission. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to be the outcome of that? You know, when will we hear any kind of of uh, synopsis as to what conclusions they've come up with? Um, I don't know. It, it's you know, and 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 not to say that uh, that you know that Bernie's not doing a good job, but I mean, I'm just wondering. Oh, 
It, it, it's okay. not, like you've been saying, it's time for new blood. Yeah. In both parties, I believe that that the requirements should be reestablished as to term limits. There should be term limits within the House and the Senate. You know, because these people have been in there, you know, 30, 40 years, that's way too many years. You know, they're still maintaining the old mindsets, old ideologies, and it just does not work in these days and times. You know, it's about progression. Okay, well, if you're going to progress, then you have to be forward-thinking, not backwards-relying. You have to just sit back and just, watch and you know everyone just have to do their part yeah you know and and keep uh, like i always say keep your head on the swivel but these jokers who just wanted the title to say they they're in office they need to go Mm -hmm. yep i i mean look at in in the situation georgia is always the, the launching ground for everything for, yeah, for for everything backwards. Yeah, but yet you have no one on the Democratic side running for governor. I put through their hat in the ring, and and they're stepping up and saying, "Okay, this is what we propose to do as as a candidate." You're right. Silent. And, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can hear the crickets. And Harrison should be coming here, trying to figure out what's going on. Exactly. And everything should not be left in, in Latasha Brown's hands to resolve or to fix or to, to come up with ideas as to how to slow down these voter suppression laws. It's not up to her. It, well, should, it, let, it should be the leader of the pack. Well, let NyQuil say it. He, 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 he's saying that it should be up to her because he's saying the only – Thing that Democrats need to do is is out organize, which is out organize. You can and, organize. And what does that mean? Want. What does that consist of? Well, no, well, just, well, just to, I mean, he's just making a blanket statement. How well, organize? Well, if you organize and you register all these people to vote, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you register all these people to vote, and you have these criminals counting the vote throwing your votes mm-hmm. out because they don't and they say, Well, we don't like how this these this uh election turned out, we can overturn it. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This guy is so detached. Night Quill is is somewhere else, man. He don't yeah. get it. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. And it's a shame mm-hmm. it's it's not even a year yet and I already don't want to look at this man. Yeah. Seems like he, he, he had just has tunnel vision and infrastructure is the only thing that's in the pipe. That's it. He can't see anything outside, left side, right side. All he can see is infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. Like that's going to be the the be all cure all to all of the issues that we're facing in America. Well, let him mm. keep that tunnel vision. That's why he keeps getting smacked the side of his face right now. Yeah. Every every well, time he turns around, he's getting smacked in the face with something. And and his ratings are are starting to fall 
just like 45. But pretty soon, <laughs> he's going to be at the same level of approval as 45 for how and he you know, is handling things. And the report was released that the Democrats, well, the DNC is now seeing that Democratic voters are not enthused to vote in 2022. So what are you going to do and, about it? And 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 guess, and guess who's salivating and, and rubbing their hands? Mm-hmm. But see, I don't care what's going on. It starts at the top. Even though if the if the House and the Senate do not like Nightquill, if he mm-hmm. put pressure and starts saying, I want this done, even though they don't like him, they're going to like, okay, we might need to try to get it done. Yep. You know, just, just like with 45, what did Moscow Mitch do? He carved out the filibuster so they can get all those judges in there. Exactly. Nightquill won't even ask them to carve out the filibuster for voting. Nope. All like it I takes said, for I'm... him to start making comments and start saying stuff. He won't do it though. Yeah. I honestly believe that, you know, again, he could care less if the House and the Senate Democrats lose their, their primaries. The midterms, he could care less because he's not doing anything to to shore up the possibilities of them winning. He's comfortable, and again, he's only comfortable because he really believes by getting this infrastructure done, it's going to win Middle America and Republicans over to his side, and he won't need black and brown votes. Yep. That's how they that's how he's looking. If I get yep. these people on my side, black and brown voters won't matter. Right. I have enough right. to keep me afloat. I don't know. And I again, all the black and brown that's in the house and the city, they too quiet, not doing a damn thing or saying a damn thing. They need to be in his face. Yeah. Well, let's see how they how they act when they come back off of their Holiday recess. Well, if, if honestly, if they really want, if they was going to really do something, they would be mm-hmm. out there with Al Sharpton or at one of these other states that have rallies going on. That's true. The hell with it. The hell with Thank it. Thank you for tuning in to the Hell with It podcast. You can reach us at the Hell with It podcast at gmail dot com. That's T H A. H-E-L-L-W-I-T-I-T podcast at gmail.com. Say what? Say what? Say what? The hell with it.